everyone this is sarah back again with another podcast um i hope you guys are all doing well i know this time of the year can be super stressful for everybody um if that's with school because for me my finals are coming and it's so stressful but or if it's just the holiday season you know family anxiety or just COVID because cases have definitely went up. I hope you guys are all doing well and just taking some time for yourself and just being really gentle with yourself right now because we all need kindness (laughs) to ourselves and to others. So yeah, that's just my little reminder. But anyways, today we or I guess, I am going to be talking about a Canadian's perspective to the U.S. election. Uh, I thought it'd be kind of fun. So this is not really a scripted um, podcast. So a little different from my usual ones, but I kind of just wanted to do like my perspective because I know that um, most of the sincerely z team is from the u.s so i thought it'd be fun to kind of like react a little bit so i hope you enjoy all right so let's get started so like i said i'm going to be giving out my reaction to the whole election process Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting to see how other people from different countries perceive others' politics. I don't know. It's really interesting to me. And I wanted to talk about a little bit also about Canada and how people perceive Canada's politics as well. So that's kind of like what we're doing today. Um, Okay, so let's start with the election. So obviously, um, I if I was um, an American, <laughs> I would have voted for um, Joe Biden, of course, but um, I'm not. And I think I was very invested because you know I'm I'm always invested in politics, no matter what, like. I love it and I love learning about it and so this this was like a monumental election and um, so I was very invested and I think a lot of people wonder why myself and like my friends are so invested in the US election when we don't even get a say, it doesn't really affect us directly, things like that, but it does, not necessarily directly, but people are getting hurt in the US. They their rights are being suppressed and you know, people's existence are being diminished under the corrupt government that America has right now. So it's it's frustrating 
to see that for sure. So of course I'm going to be invested because um, you only want the best for these people, for whole America, <laughs> basically. Um, and it's just, I think for everybody, it's, it was so stressful. Um, you know, we were all super, super anxious about it because if Trump got reelected, like, it would be horrible and so, so painful for mostly people like who are minorities, especially them. Um, but yeah, so basically super invested, but the day of the election, which I believe was the 8th of November or the 6th, and um, yeah, so basically I got my news channel on, get some live footage of the results, and I basically watched it all night while I was studying for a midterm the next day. I was like, why do we have to the midterm the next day? Like, this is not the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm too anxious. And I was just like, when I say I was anxious, I was so anxious. Like, I was like nervously picking like my skin and stuff because like that's a habit of mine when I'm nervous. So yeah, <laughs> but I just like watched the results come in and it was so terrifying. Like, and I can't say that because I'm, you know, I'm not directly affected by it, but it's just about having like empathy for people, I think. So, yeah. And then obviously we had to wait a couple of days, but I remember the day when it was released and it was a good day because um I just woke up and then my girlfriend I woke up to her text and she was like Joe won and I'm like oh my god what so I was so excited like it was so incredible and I like got up I was so happy I was telling everybody and I was dancing it was just a party it was a party and I almost cried I probably did I think a lot of my friends cried because it really was so amazing and I'm not saying Joe Biden is a great man he has definitely some flaws but it's better for sure so yeah and then I watched the victory thing and that's where I like cried <laughs> like um Kamala Harris was giving her speech and stuff like it was just so emotional like I can't imagine what people feel who actually live there but that's kind of my perspective of the whole thing and I'm just so thankful I'm just like thank you for coming through you guys I appreciate it from up here um but yeah I don't know I find it interesting though I like hearing what other people think so I guess that leads us to our next thing so 
what I want really wanted to talk about was so while we were in that waiting process to see the results um there was a lot of TikToks where it was either like Republican people being like oh if um if Joe wins then I'm gonna go to Canada and there's a lot of TikTok responses being like uh we don't want you go back <laughs> like we'll pass you on to the next country and no one wants them but yeah so there was that and then but I also some saw some on the other side as well where Democrats were like oh if Trump wins I'm moving to Canada and I'm like sure you can come but I find it very interesting because Canada is definitely idolized. They are put on a pedestal. And I'm not sure if that's right. <laughs> it's not right. Um, because everyone, I don't know. From what I've heard from people from different countries, it's just you know, oh, Canada's so good, like, it's so liberal, and you have Justin Trudeau, and things like that, and I'm like, thank you, but not really, <laughs> like, every country has issues, but it does, like, irk me that Canada is so idolized, and here is why, because Canada has a very dark past, that even the people in our own country don't even realize and don't acknowledge and it's very upsetting um but yeah so like before i go on like i'm super grateful to live here and i am really thankful because we do have a lot of freedoms and just rights that many people don't have so i'm super super grateful but I do think there's areas to improve because um, it's not good for everybody. So anyways, so this is why. Because the reason why I say Canada has a very dark past and they sometimes can not reconcile that is because of our past um, with colonization. Yes, colonization is the root problem of a lot of things, and in Canada, it's so, so strong. Um, so if you didn't know, people obviously came to Canada and colonized it so they colonized the indigenous people here and it was a genocide because and the biggest thing was was with residential schools and i'm not sure if many people know what that is but i believe in america it's called industrial schools i know a couple states Sorry, I got cut off, but yeah, so a couple states have them, I know. Um, but I don't think it's teached really in the education system. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I 
I don't think so. Um, but anyways, so these residential schools, if you didn't know, where they were these schools that were run by the Catholic Church and sometimes by other Christian denominations, but it was usually the Catholic Church and obviously the government and the church were connected. So usually um, priests and nuns would run these schools and the indigenous children would go to these schools to be, um, they really just wanted to make them as white as possible and try to erase their tradition and culture from them. So that meant when they got there, they cut off their hair, the children's hair, which is very, um, important to indigenous people is hair so that was very impactful and the kids would be there for months on end for a long long time and there is a lot of really disturbing stories but they're stories that need to be heard for sure so I won't get into them here, but there is a movie that I recommend. I believe it's called We Were Children or We Are Children. You might have to check, but um, it's a really good uh, film about following these two kids who go who went to residential school and they are talking to the actual people and kind of giving their story about it. So if you want to learn more, definitely recommend, recommend that film. But in these uh, schools, there was so much abuse that happened, um, mental, physical, sexual abuse. And this caused, um, intergenerational trauma for indigenous people today and it caused a divide because I just feel that our government still today is not working enough to decolonize these systems because the last residential school in Canada closed in like 1995 um, <laughs> it wasn't even that long ago which is very disturbing um, so it's not like it was it took back like way way back no like these have been going on forever and so that caused a lot of intergenerational trauma and also discrimination of course um, we have, there are so many injustices towards Indigenous people here, like missing and murdered Indigenous women, and I know that's an issue also, um, in America, for sure, people need to realize that, because it is a huge, huge issue, 
And it's very devastating that the government isn't doing anything. They launch inquiries, but the um, families are never talked to, not updated, things like this. It's really, really horrible. And it's, yeah, and there is, you know, police brutality, definitely towards Indigenous people and Black people, of course. It's, Canada is not perfect at all. There is so much work that needs to be done. And we pride ourselves in reconciliation with Indigenous people. And I see it sometimes, you know, like we definitely incorporate the Indigenous culture into our um, education and public events, for sure. Um, You know, like most people would know what treaty they're on. So right now, like I'm on Treaty 6 and yeah. So I understand that like, I am very grateful that our, you know, we were taught that in, like we were taught that ever since elementary school, but it's, I don't know what the solution is because discrimination still happens and there's so much uh, prejudice words and bigotry towards Indigenous people throughout all my grade, even though we were taught, right? But we were not taught anti-racist things. And this is ingrained in our system because, for example, not just the residential schools where it's ingrained and it happened and there was an apology, but what are the, what's the solution, you know? And it just doesn't stop. Like, colonization is alive and well. Um, in So I live in a province named Saskatchewan, and I forget what years they were. It was quite, a, like, many years back. But there was these things called the Starlight Tours, and in the the biggest city in my province, um, the RCMP, which is our police force, would take intoxicated Indigenous men in winter, and it's very cold here, it's like minus 40 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but um, they would take uh, intoxicated indigenous men and drive them to the outskirts of the our biggest city here and leave them in the night. And there is only one documented death because of it, I believe. One or two. And, but that was the only documentation because 
people suspect that they hit it as well. But it's just, yes, this happened like quite a few years back, but it's still here. Like, there are so many, like recently, there's been a lot of police brutality case with indigenous women and with even our health system our healthcare system, like, it's so colonized, and it's, it's troubling, because the government is just making a lot of empty promises, and I know there are a lot of um, politicians who are striving for true reconciliation and collaboration, and I think that's what we need to see, where it's not this government just saying, oh, this is what we're going to do. Like, no, you have to listen to Indigenous people, Indigenous voices. So, I don't know. There's a lot <laughs> happening. So, I, moral of the story is just I don't want people to turn a blind eye on Canada and be ignorant of the past and also the present because we are not perfect at all and there's so much work to be done in Canada, in America, everywhere. There is work to be done and whatever that may be for you, I just hope that I don't know. I think education is the biggest thing right now because people aren't aware of this. They think, oh, Canada, super good, liberal, lovely, and so accepting in nature and whatever. But it's not the truth. There is a dark past in the land here. So that is yeah so i guess really wasn't my reaction of the u.s election but um and i just wanted to share that with all of you guys so hope you learned something for sure okay so um yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this um, little bit off-scripted a bit, but um, I hope you guys have a really good day, week, month. I really hope you do, and I'm excited with you, okay? We're excited for the future, <laughs> we're hoping for the best, and just keep on working towards a society where we acknowledge our past and we listen to the voices who are marginalized and hopefully things can get better but there is a lot of work to be done so let's just not turn a blind eye to that um, but yeah, that's all I have to say for today, and let's just all acknowledge 
that we are on stolen land and you're on native land okay let's just all acknowledge that right now i think that's a great way to start decolonizing our brains and our societies and all the systems so let's all say it we are on stolen land okay i hope you guys have a good day bye